update at noon. Joined uh, by Kasatu's parliamentary coordinator, Matthew Fox. Thanks so much for coming through. Sure, no, thanks for having us. Good to see you, Sakina. Uh, did I capture Kasatu's <laughs> uh, sentiments correctly? Yes, you did, 100%. So let's talk about that. Where do we start? So, look, I think our number one issue is unemployment. We have a 46% unemployment rate. We've, it's an all-time high. We've lost 2.2 million jobs in the last two years. The economy is in its deepest recession in, uh, in living memory. So I think for us, we really want to see what is the president going to do to help get us out of the doldrums. We can't sustain losing jobs quarter after quarter. We look at practical interventions, not just slogans. So I think for us, we want to see the presidential employment program doubled. If it can create 2 million jobs, it's done well so far. That can give young people some skills, some experience, a, a salary. Can we extend the COVID-19 or the SRD grant? the 350. We think there is space to do it. It's affordable. It provides a critical lifeline to 10 million people who are unemployed without any source of income. But also let's link it to a skills training program as well to help people to find jobs. But critically to get the economy growing, we have to assist ESCOM to ramp up maintenance, to bring aboard new generation capacity. Um, because there can be no economic recovery without affordable and reliable electricity. And then, of course, the other key SOEs for us are Transnet and Prasa, which are literally in the throes of collapse. Transnet is critical for mining, for manufacturing, for agricultural exports, to sustain and create jobs in those value chains. We have to fix it. Um, same thing with Metro Rail. If we can get it working once again like it used to work, it helps workers in the cities to get to work on time, helps boost economic productivity and so forth. So I think for us, those are really critical things. We don't have much time left. We have two years in this administration and the elections are around the corner and workers are losing patience. They want to see government moving with speed and getting things happening once again. Matthew, uh, the uh, Prasa situation, for example, Eskom, is have collapsed under the watch of your alliance partner. So how do we trust the very same people who <laughs> oversaw the collapse of these to rebuild them? No, that's true. And look, government has to take responsibility, including the ANC. Uh, but we think the president has is committed to fighting corruption. We've seen him removing the most compromised ministers from cabinet, some of the compromised officials from the SOEs. But much more needs to be done. Like who? Well, the <laughs> I don't want to name names, but they're no longer in cabinet. Uh, some of them are sitting wherever they're sitting. But are there some, still some compromised ministers in cabinet? We think most of the compromised guys were removed. And we think there are a lot of competent... But there are still compromised ministers in cabinet. There are still someone. I don't want to get into names. But I think, look, for us, the Zona Commission has given very useful roadmaps what needs to be done. And as pointed clearly, the public procurement is a cesspool of corruption. We need the public procurement bill to be tabled quickly, but it must be comprehensive enough to root out the corruption in this public procurement across the state. But having said that, we can have all the nice words. You can remove compromised ministers and officials. But unless we see people being charged, going to court, going to prison, the assets attached, so we're not doing much. And to be honest, we have not seen any convictions since the violence in KZN and Kauteng last year. No one has gone to jail, as far as we know. We have not seen any corrupt politicians going to jail, any corrupt SOE executives going to jail. Yet we all know who they are. They were parading through the Zondo uh, Commission. They are on Twitter making noise. But we don't see any action. So I think for us, it's good to remove them, but we need to see people being guests of correctional services now. <laughs> Are you hopeful that that will happen anytime soon? If we want to be a serious nation, then it has to happen. We can't continue in this kind of uh, chaos. Otherwise, we will become a banana republic, to be honest. And our laws will be meaningless. 
and you don't have to get everybody at once but start making an example of one or two people it'll send a message to others they need to pull up the socks and there are consequences for corruption and so forth but if we delay things and it becomes a political football we see the, the, use, the usual idiots making noise on Twitter so I think for us, if we want to, to build credibility, we have to do it, and we have to do it quickly. But look, to be fair to the president, he's not the one who can arrest people. He can't, he's, for constitutional reasons. So I think for us, our plea is to the leadership of the police, of the National Prosecuting Authority. Whatever the reasons for them delaying, they need to sort it out and do it quickly. But of course, the buck stops somewhere. So if people are not doing their jobs in that value chain, the buck stops with the man at the top. Yeah, and he has to take action. He has to kick a few people. He has to throw some people out. And send a clear message. So if the NPA head or the police commission don't want to do the job, then they need to be, to be removed and make space for those who are willing to do the job. Matthew, I have to ask you, uh, the reason we're sitting here today is because somehow, somewhere, regulations were not adhered to at the parliamentary precinct, which brings us to the State of the Nation, uh, State of the Nation address being delivered from the Cape Town City Hall. So ask Kasachi. You know, what is your take on that? What is your take on the fact that um, some health and safety regulations were not adhered to in the parliamentary precinct? You've sat there. You work from there. Um, how did all of this happen? It's unbelievable. You can't make up this kind of craziness. And it's not just parliament. We saw in Vatikluf a similar thing. We've seen other buildings a similar thing. A couple of years ago, the Department of Health head office had to be closed for occupational health and safety reasons. And how, you know, for example, our affiliate who organize in these sectors have been raising it time and again. Parliament received reports time and again. There was a fire a year ago. And, you know, Cape Town, we've had many fires. We saw UCT being decimated uh, last year. So it's amazing that public works have allowed this state of deterioration in our public uh, buildings. And it's, we're lucky that no one died, to be honest, but it's inexcusable. And, again, we're not seeing any consequences. It's not complicated to have a fire detector system to have a sprinkler which works. But again, there's no consequences. So it really shows you a deterioration in management in the state. So um, uh, just a quick one with regard to uh, minimum wage in the country, economic recovery. So um, your sentiments as Kasato and especially what you'd like to hear from the president tonight. So we're quite pleased with the minimum wage increase that's coming to effect on the 1st of March. It's uh, inflation plus 1%, so it's 6.9%. That's, that's useful money into workers' pockets. Especially positive news is that farm workers equalized it last year, 800,000. 900,000 domestic workers will equalize it in March. And that has been shown to really improve uh, the wages of these workers. Not enough, but it's a step in the right direction. But I think for us on the economy, we need to look at what stimulus we can push into the economy. Can we finalize the many Regulation 28 to allow pension funds if they want to invest in infrastructure? But we need the banks also to come to the party because the state has limited money. We need to see the private sector coming to the party and locking it. But again, it goes back to the key issues. We need to fix ESCOM, fix Transnet, fix Metrorail, fix corruption if we want to get the economy growing. Matthew, we're going to have to leave it there for today, uh, but I'll pick up on some of these issues with you again at a different time. But thanks so much for cool. coming through. Thanks. And again. that's uh, Kosachi's parliamentary coordinator, Matthew Park, speaking to us. Update at noon.